This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Moll from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. Hello, Greg. Are you here? Quick fire. You ready, mate? <laughs> I'm here. Let's racing oh, this mate. time. Time's money. Let's get going. Time is money. All right. Well, the first question. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome. Um, but the first question we're kicking off because this is about adding as much value in a quick space of time as humanly possible while not hearing snoring in the background because it's finance. Uh, question one. I am 40 this year, a single mum with young kids and have been bad with money until three years ago. Since then, I have invested in KiwiSaver and in two ETFs, exchange-traded funds, one international and the other local. With a frugal lifestyle for the last three years in these investments, I have managed to save about 5% for a $750,000 house. I am based in Auckland and unlikely to move as my current employment pays me well. I rent a small space to save. I rent a small space to save, but as my kids grow up, I'm thinking of a bigger place. With my current age, I feel less confident in securing a house while saving for my retirement and my children's future. Should I still try to save for a house, or should I just find a bigger place to rent and save for retirement and my kids' education? It's a good question. Mm. The you know, have to admire this this young woman, younger than me, anyway. That at 40, there she is, a solo mother. She's not on the domestic purposes benefit. She's got two young children. We don't know how young. Um, maybe they're less than 10. Um, but, you know, and working full-time, maybe. I don't know how you judge, uh, how, you, how you juggle that, but uh, good on her. Um, what's her question really is, is she better just to keep saving for retirement in a smaller space or is she better to look at buying a property and maybe a property that's going to be more suited to her as her children get a little bit older? I think when you start talking about property, it becomes quite an emotional issue. But what I've noticed over the years is that owning your own home is a very solid way of creating a financial base for the future. Because if you think about your assets, if you divide them into two parts, your lifestyle assets, which would include your home, your car, uh, your chattels, um, it might be a batch or a boat, if you've got those sort of things, those are all assets that cost you money, they don't make you money, but they're assets that define who you are and they give you a, a level of security and confidence in the future. Uh, so always having your own home, I think, is a, a big advantage. It, clearly, by the time you end up ceasing paid employment, that home needs to be debt-free. But in the meantime, there's no problem 
funding the acquisition of a home with debt because the banks will lend you money. Uh, that wasn't always the case. And they're now lending you money at rates we've never seen before. Unless you're sort of, you know, about 80 to 90 years of age. Um, because in my lifetime, the rates have always been in double digits and now they're down to you know, plus or minus 3%. So that's, mm. that's an amazing uh, opportunity to borrow. And there was a time when the banks wouldn't lend to younger people and in particular uh, younger females, which is outrageous. But that was the situation oh, back right. then, but not now. So uh, this young woman, 40 with a good solid job, with a, uh, a reasonable deposit. So 5% of 750000 is about 37500 uh, So that's sort of getting in the ballpark. The loan-to-value ratio, I think, has been waived uh, because that was stopping a lot of first-home buyers. And so I would encourage this, this young woman over the next year or two to look at buying a property not necessarily for the here and now with the kids, but thinking about a little bit longer. Because one thing I've noticed about children is they eventually grow up. <laughs> and and uh, if you're lucky, they'll leave home as well. doesn't always happen. Um, but, you know, it's about thinking about her future. She's supplying um, um, food on the table. She's providing uh, a roof over their head. She's a great mum by the sounds of it. Uh, I don't know where the husband or partner is. Hopefully he's contributing because, you know, he needs to. They're his kids as well as hers. But she's clearly the the main breadwinger. She's also the, the main caregiver. And if I was giving her advice, I'd be encouraging her to get into her first home. Um, it's getting to the stage where the, the cost of funding, that's probably lower than the rent. And um, mm. that way, she's building that base. She'd continue doing a KiwiSaver. I'm not a great fan of, for someone in her situation of the exchange-traded funds or doing money outside that. Um, she'd be much better just putting it into KiwiSaver and using that to buy her first home. Cool. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that's it. And that's how Quickfire works, because it's quick. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs>